0: Last week, on Monday and Tuesday, the preschoolers all came to school dressed in their Halloween costumes. So I had the unique privilege of being able to go through the, through the school and see all their costumes. And so I'm bringing back my report. <laughs> the most popular costume was Spider-Man, which had me thinking about Spider-Man's story, or rather, Peter Parker's story. You'll remember he was an insecure teenager. He was um, not good at sports. He was kind of weak. He uh, was easy prey for the bullies. He was kind of a nerd. In fact, he was doing an internship when some strange spider bit him. And he soon... Started to struggle with what was happening to his body, what was happening to his life, and now his new identity. At first, he was excited to discover that he could climb walls, he could shoot webs out of his wrists. (laughs) Um, He no longer was the object of bullying, he could fight back. But then sadly, he started to really struggle with being a bully himself, taking vengeance on those who hurt him, and on those who did wrong. And so his struggle becomes, who am I? Who is Peter Parker? Who will he become as his story unfolds? <clears throat> it's very similar to our struggle as human beings, right? As children of God, that we too wonder what is unfolding in our life. We struggle with our own identities as well. Apparently there is a epidemic of low self-esteem. We tend to beat ourselves up. Maybe we're holding something that we did wrong and we're holding it against us, living in shame, living in guilt or we feel unworthy, we feel like a wimp, we feel like a victim of bullying, or perhaps we're suffering another epidemic, that is of pride, where we are the bullies, where we are taken over by our own egos and having to win, having to come first, having to force our own way, misusing our power, like Peter Parker, The one who was becoming the Spider-Man abused his power. As Peter Parker is talking to his uncle, Ben, about his struggles and his uncle is trying to help him out, he says something to him. He says, with great power comes great responsibility. Actually, he's quoting Jesus, by the way. (laughs) Jesus says, to whom much has been given, much has been required. And so Peter takes that to heart. And he, little by little, as the story goes, who he is begins to unfold. He starts to get used to his new normal, his new identity now as Spider-Man. And he's not his own either. He realizes whose he is. He's the city of New York's. He serves for the greater good in New York. He takes care of the bad guys. He protects the innocent. And if you follow Marvel comics long enough, Spider-Man is also the universes. He serves to protect, along with the other Marvel heroes, the good in the universe john says in first john 3 that we are god's children now he actually tries to get our attention right away he says look see behold how good it is that we would be called children of god and that is who we are he says and then he says we are god's children now and if you have a pen in there just underline that one word because i think that is the one thing that eludes us. We don't realize who we already are in Jesus Christ. Like Peter Parker, we're getting used to our identity as our story unfolds. The Christian life is simply getting used to who we already are as God's beloved children. It's the unfolding of our true selves in Jesus Christ. For who are we? We're the beloved. The word there that John uses is agape. We are recipients of unconditional love from our creator and our redeemer. Jesus reminds us in the gospel reading that we are blessed over and over again. And it boggles the mind as we hear him say that because it's in the midst of all these challenges All these ups and downs that Jesus says, you are blessed. You are blessed when all these challenges happen. And so we see again the unfolding of our true selves as the blessed ones. We're forgiven. We don't need to carry around our guilt and our shame or beat ourselves up because that is not who we are. We're forgiven children of God. We are the light of the world, Jesus says. We are serving for the greater good, which reminds us whose we are. John says we are God's children now. We are God's. We are not our own, but rather created by our Heavenly Father, knit together in our mother's wombs We are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are beautifully grafted into the family of God through the water and the word and the Holy Spirit. We are the light of Christ. In just a few moments, Noah will come back, right? (laughs) And he'll be baptized. And he will also experience a new identity as a son of God, as a child of God, as he is washed in the water and the word and the Holy Spirit, he will find out who he is and whose he is. Baptized in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. The Christian life is getting used to who we already are. It's attuning ourselves To how god sees us becoming the radiant children that he wants us to be and has made us to be in god's kingdom there are no grands there are no grandchildren in god's kingdom there's no great there's no grandparents no great grandparents just children that's who we all are we can call noah our brother He will call us, no matter our age or station in life, he will call us sisters and brothers because we will all be and all are family of God. John ends his encouragement to us by saying, what we do know is this, when he is revealed, we will become like him for we will see him as he is. In other words, The eye has not seen and the ear has not heard, nor our hearts even imagined the things that God has in store for us. That when we see Jesus face to face, all of our low self-esteem, all of our ego will melt away. Our bodies will be changed from this physical form into a glorious form. Our mortal bodies will put on immortality, just like we celebrate today at All Saints, all of our loved ones who have gone before us. They've experienced this transformation. They now know fully who they are and whose they are as radiant, loved, blessed children of God. And the punchline is, this is who we are now.